Scott, how you doing? I'm I'm okay. How about yourself? Good, good. It's good to have you on. Uh, whatever I'm going to call it. I don't know what I'm going to call this podcast. You're one of the first guests. I have you, and I, I have another MVG as well. So you guys are like the first two <laughs> I've, that are going to kick things I've off. I've always thought of. I thought always thought it'd be fun to name like a podcast something where like it's it's always like untitled and like every single time you start it up you're just like I don't know what I'm gonna call this. Yeah. You're like you get 200 episodes in. It's just a running. You get 200 yeah. episodes in and just like the untitled podcast. You're just like I I don't know what I'm gonna call this. We'll figure it out later. How's um? But how, no. How's your break yeah. been? I haven't. <laughs> uh, I told you it was. Uh, I've just been nonstop. Um. Like, it's just, like, I usually take breaks as a chance to, like, uh, relax a little bit, but also, like, hey, I can clean up stuff, I can organize stuff and all that. And um, it it's just been nonstop that. I haven't really had a chance to play many games. I mean, like, I've been playing games, but hmm. it's more so, like, oh, I can get a lot of footage, you know, and stuff like that, because I save all my footage. Yeah, you're smart. Um, I, I know. I don't. I, I forget to do that. I just. I just play the it game for like two hours, game. and I'm like, you know what? I probably could have used that footage for something someday. Uh, especially yeah, if I'm playing it's... like a GameCube game. If I'm going through a night where I'm like, oh, I'll do GameCube mm-hmm. tonight or something, and I go through like five games just jumping around. I'm like, I could have got like a bunch of 15 minute clips there just doing that. Well, imagine it's just like if you're editing footage and you're just like, oh man, like I'm talking about whatever Pikmin Two here on the GameCube. It's just like instead of going out of your way to play that for thirty minutes to get footage of it, because like I don't really I don't like to only play like a game for like five minutes for footage because it's just like ah you know you you know it, it's kind of lame to only get like the first five minutes. Um, sometimes that's just that's just what I have to do. But it's just like uh, you know I like to play at least like thirty to thirty minutes to an hour. Um, but it saves a ton on time because it's literally like, instead of going out of my way to record footage of that, I can just go to my hard drive and just go, all right, there footage there, drag that in. Boom. You're do done. You just, like, do it, you just it, leave a capture, like a capture card, like set up all the time on a PC somewhere? <laughs> well, PC. No, uh, we oh. have a Mac. Oh yes. I forgot. Scott's the, a, uh, Scott's a Mac room. person. <laughs> I mean, I like them. It's, I mean, like they, they, they consistently do everything in their power to make me not like them, <laughs> but uh, I still use them. I, I do not like a lot of the modern, like the new MacBook Pros. I mean, new, it's been this way for like five years, but like, I don't like the touch bar on the keyboard. I don't like how they're nothing but USB-C because um, oh, yeah. USB-C is great, but it's also like, you know, I use SD cards. I use... Um, you know, and like the original uh, power cable for MacBooks was really nice. The MagSafe adapter, where it's just like, oh, it's just like, like pops off, and yeah. it's just like you don't have to worry about it. Like, oh, they got rid of taking that. Taking down your, I haven't. Yeah, they got rid the of Macs it. And you use a, a USB C cable. Use a yeah. USB C cable now, and it kind of like it has that problem that you have with like other you know devices, where it's just like if you trip on the cable, your entire computer can come. Oh uh, yeah, down. the MagSafe stuff was really that was actually really cool. We used to repair Very MacBooks. Cool all the time yeah and uh you could do all kinds of stuff to reset the thing by like holding down the power button and then plugging it with the mag safe it would Mm -hmm. do all kinds of like diagnostic stuff and that's a shame they got rid of that i just i haven't looked into macs in a while so yeah they're good they're good they're good school computers i mean (laughs) they're good they're good school and creation computers they have a lot of good art apps like like if, if video editing i still think final cut pro is really really good it's it's one of the big three you have vegas premiere and then final cut and i think i think it, whatever if you're using any of those three and you're into like professional video editing you're good to go like any of them are fine 
Um, and I just I just prefer Final Cut. I mean, I haven't really looked into using Premiere. Do you use Premiere? I or... do. I use uh, Adobe oh, no. Premiere, and it's like they have it on a subscription service. So basically, like every month you'll get updates, but they charge you either yearly or monthly kind of thing. And yeah. you can go into their like their app drawer and be like, I also want Photoshop, and I also want like Lightroom or whatever. And you just basically put it all together, and they give you a subscription fee on the other side. Uh, but the mm-hmm. one nice thing is they, they do have an incentive to constantly update. I mean, there are times where I'll get a new update on a hot fix, something that was reported that morning. And they, they actually get back to you in like an hour. And they're like, all right, we've thrown this into the pool of bugs to check out. Like mm-hmm. if you get a crash report, you're like, send crash report. It sends it. And then I've had it before where it pops up and it's like, hey, that crash report you sent, we found this bug and it's been fixed. Like, and that was like three yeah. hours later or something. Like, oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so there was an incentive yeah. for them. And they've done a lot yeah. like, like their render times are very fast now. I know with Final Cut Pro, it's like immediate, right? It's like pretty much in the background. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty much in the background. I think with like what I do, it's yeah, I don't get it's it's starting to it's starting to wear down. I I, I start to wear down the uh, Final Cut because it's like uh, I I import so many different clips into one, and it's just like it has to drag them all from from a hard drive. Um, so it's just like I have noticed over time. Uh, you know, I might have to wait for it to render sometimes, but it's also like, you can still do a lot of other stuff while you're waiting for it to render. Like you can still edit stuff. You can still, like, it, it's still kind of in the background, but you know, sometimes to just have it, you know, sometimes you have to have it catch up a little bit, but for most people, um, you know, the rendering happens in the background, but, uh, yeah, I think like what we were talking about, like the break is set up, like just in terms of like, uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been getting a lot of footage and and whatnot. Um, I haven't really had a chance to play through as many games as I want to. Like, I wanted I wanted to take a chance to beat a lot of stuff in the backlog. Um, I mainly I I beat Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity like oh nice early January. It's a good game. It's a good game. But like, have you, how how far are you in that? Oh, I'm right at the end of it. Basically, I've yeah. been on and off with it. My yeah. problem with that is I sit down for an hour and I play it and I'm like. I think I had enough, and then I come back the next day. Okay, I'm yeah. to it. It's just I don't know those warrior type I, games kind of wear on me after a little while. Yeah, well, it's literally like if it wasn't Breath of the Wild theme, I I would not care. But yeah, um, it's just cool because it's just like even though like the story element of Breath of the Wild is the one of the weaker parts of the game, it's still cool to be like, oh, I'm in this world again, or I get to see it in like this this different way because there's there's a part where it, like you um you uh you go you're transported to like the great plateau and you can like run up that that hill pretty much like at the very beginning of the game and i'm like oh that's really cool that i get to do that in like uh you know this more linear warrior style game Mm -hmm. um my thing was like i don't think this is really a spoiler but like near the end it just like it does this stupid thing it just drags on it just dragged on for me where it's just like you know I don't think this is a spoiler because everybody already knows this happened. Like, oh, wow, Calamity Ganon is striking. Storm Hyrule Castle kind of thing, you know? Fight off all the enemies around Hyrule Castle. And uh, I don't know if you're at this part yet, but there's, like, a part where it's just, like, it's just, you have to beat, like, there's, like, three giant enemies mm-hmm. on the field where it's, like, you have, like, a, a, a Hinox or a Hinox. Um, and on the other sides, it's, like, those giant, I think they're, they're, What's the name of like uh, it's whatever like the giant rock, the giant rock enemies that are like they don't they don't have a face or anything. Right. It's just a giant rock and then rocks as their hands. You know, and then they'll like fall down. Their... You have to attack their weak spot on top of them. Yeah, you can, or you can ride them around. Alice, I need uh, to look. At okay, it. you can like look a, that up. A, <laughs> I'm not 100 yeah, sure. Alice, 
I just know I, 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 I have swear. to knock them over and then like smack the top of them a couple times. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, stone talus. I think that's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, but yeah, like there's like two of those on on separate sides of the map, and then there's a, a hinox or hinox, however you pronounce it, next to Hyrule Castle. And you know you can you can have anim- you can have your characters like online. Other than that, oh, you're um, back. I haven't. <laughs> I, I I lost you. I lost you for a solid like full minute just now. <laughs> okay. Well, either way. Uh, I can I can clip it. I can I can clip little. it I can clip it back together though it's not a video because yeah. it's recorded so you, you can, you a can TLDR <laughs> a TLDR at the end of Age of Calamity I got it was very tedious um, but other than that I beat Donkey Kong Country one for the first time oh wow was, okay uh, on wait on yeah. on the on the Super Nintendo yeah well oh. SNES online just okay because it's there um, I beat that it was a good game <laughs> like, yeah it still holds it, it up, still, well. it holds up what, really well yeah that's yeah, an awesome game I think. I think the second one holds up even better. Um, DKC one, you know, you can see it's just, you know, as that first game syndrome kind of thing where it's just like, you know, I feel like the hitboxes are a little weird in some cases where it kind of feels like it's just like, how did the, you know, how did that enemy? It's worse on like the game, the Game Boy version is real bad when it comes to the hitboxes from what I remember. Uh, <laughs> it's it's ugly. The original, the original like Donkey Kong Land games. Or yeah, they the, had like uh, three of them, right? Yeah. I think they had three of them. And, and yeah. they, they're pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> the hitboxes. Yeah, well, they had, they had Donkey Kong Country on Game Boy Color. Mm. uh which is impressive yeah. but it's yeah, not I, a great version i think i saw uh uh stop skeletons for fighting did a video on on a lot of those Donkey kong uh games on the game boy and they were mm-hmm. there some of them were pretty impressive at the time uh i will say that it was weird at, back then because we had the game boy color right next to the super nintendo it was very uh interesting to see those games playable on like a little portable thing that take took two double a batteries at the time so yeah i cool. mean like that's 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 half of the the joy like back then it was so cool to see games that are like oh my god like this was th- i've always only known this as a home console game because half of the time like you know like it, even though like i'd use like my game boy advance i would always kind of be like oh man i wish i could bring like these gamecube games on the go or something like that you know because if you would get like like a gamecube game and there would be like a game boy advance version of it I don't know why my stupid child mind would think like, oh, this is going to be just the GameCube game on the go or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, no, it was it was always completely different. Um, but, uh, you know, it was really cool. Like when they when they brought like Mario 64 over to the DS, that's like this magical like, oh, my God moment where it's just like, wow, this is like this is like such a home console game, but you can play it on the go. It's such a it's such a really cool experience and uh that's like half of the joy with like the switch but i'm also like it's getting to the point that it's just like it's been um we've had it for so long that i think we take it for granted now because like i recently tried doom eternal on switch and i'm like this is impressive but i'm not like blown away kind of thing it just it feels like you know it's just something where i'm like Yep, <laughs> you know, I, I expect this by now. The hybrid concept is is good now, but you're right. I think we're getting to the point where we're just used to it. So now we're mm. all kind of like, okay, what what else can we do with that? Like, how much further can they push this with a portable system? Like, can we get to the point where, like, some of these Series X and PS5 games, can those become portable now? Because we're seeing Xbox One and PS4 games, you know, become portable. Mm. So could we walk around someday with a, a, a 4K display that that has these games playing natively i mean i i feel like it will happen I mean, eventually but it's yeah, like it, it'll happen but uh you know i mean i think if sony was interested <laughs> i feel like they would probably push for something like that but they i don't know i mean to be fair i mean like the 
from what like the PS5 sales in Japan are like, it, it's very obvious that Japan is kind of more All focused right, let's on. Let's go. Let's go over to these PS5s, huh? huh, Scott? Okay, so <laughs> Scott, did you did you get your PS5 yet? No. Oh. I can wait. I can wait. Okay, what's the point right now? You got what? Uh-oh. Spider-Man <laughs> and Sackboy and then Demon Souls, which is a remake. That's the only like exclusive. So thing. Have you with Destruction All Stars? I don't care. That's like, out. I next, don't care. Uh, also, out just week, very. <laughs> yeah, I'm also just very butt hurt right now because <laughs> I got it t- snatched away from me on so coals or have whatever. you have you like have you been keeping up with it? like have you seen like like warrior 64 tweet out and you're I've like given up. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not dealing with that i'm not dealing with that it's too much work i'm i'm just like i when i can walk into a best buy and they're on the store shelves good so I'll buy it there i just say scott's given up but trying to find a ps5 <laughs> there's no point there's no point i'm not i'm not i'm not doing it i'm well, not doing it i we have did- two games we did just have uh, we did just have Returnal, which is the next game coming out for it. It was supposed to be in March. That actually got delayed to the end of April. Now, like the last day of April, just yeah. about it's coming out. So mm-hmm. the other day, I was trying to figure this out because the PS5 demand is still very very high, uh, which is interesting because if you look around at like the games that are on it, I I don't really see. And this is kind of on the Xbox too. Then because I mean, who knows? We think Halo is coming out this year still. I mean, it's supposed to come out at the end of the year, but like I'm still trying to figure out what's really driving the sales of these consoles right right now other than just like the i need to have it feeling yeah well it's it's interesting because like xbox series x is a similar thing but it's it's easier to get like if i go on ebay right now mainly because like xbox like series x like ps5 didn't really have any like exclusives whatever you know at launch you know it was it's only major exclusives were demon souls which mm-hmm. you can be de- it can be debatable if that's an exclusive considering it's so similar to the ps3 game so it's just like you know it's it's pretty much an old game but um it looks a lot better and it you know mm-hmm. it, it they, they do you know a bunch of little like quality of life improvements but you know by and large it, it's the same game um and then godfall and i don't think people are buying a ps5 for godfall no um, and and the yeah. the idea of like games being on pc or is usually brought up for xbox and godfall's on pc as well next to the ps5 yeah so like it's it's kind of looking at that like okay what are what are people buying the ps5 for this much exactly i think i think it's a lot like sony was way better at marketing the ps5 than microsoft with the xbox series x like i i'm still very adamant microsoft doesn't do well with xbox events they don't know how to present things they don't know how to like they don't know. It's just like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of third-party games that appear at Xbox events feel like table scraps to me, mm. where it just kind of feels like it's what Sony and Nintendo didn't care about showing, where it's like, what was it? Like, Vampire the Masquerade? Was that, yeah, like, one that was true. at the Xbox? Yeah. yeah. It's, just like, it's yeah. just like, okay, that has a fan base, but it's just like, it didn't look that great. Like, it, it, it's like, that was, like, one of the first... Uh, Series X games they showed and it's just like you know it just kind of feels like a weird like you know you look at like the first games for the PS5 Sony showed I mean this was at I think the second event uh, but they you know they they got Final Fantasy 16 and, and whatnot and you know just like in terms of exclusive games they had early at least exclusive PlayStation franchises like you see Sony kind of coming out swinging with sequels to massive games and franchises from the ps4 that people loved where you have miles morales and you have um horizon and you have god of war coming out and um and ratchet and clank and 
I just feel like there's much more. It, it's much more of an investment. You know, you know, it's probably a good idea to get the PS5 because, um, like there's that there's that pedigree mm-hmm. of the PS4. The Xbox One didn't really have that. The Xbox One started to pick up steam later. It's weird. The Xbox One had yeah. like a good. It had a better first half of its life in terms of exclusives. Yeah, the launch lineup, actually, you look at it now, was actually not terrible. Like, you're like, oh, Dead Rising 3, which, you know, it's like, take it or leave it, but it's also like, (laughs) it's it's fine. I think Forza was there, right? Yeah, Yeah, I think Forza 7? 5? I think it was 5. I think it was 5, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was 5 at launch, and Rise was also kind of take it or leave it, but it's better than the PS4's launch. Yeah. Of like, okay, you have Killzone and Knack. Yeah, and and that's it. The biggest thing I had was that price advantage and the idea that you're not being spied on by a camera. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like a year later, they had Sunset Overdrive, mm-hmm. and you also had Halo Master Chief Collection, which wasn't great at launch, but you know it picked up steam later down the line. And uh, uh, you know they had Gears Four and Five, which it's also like uh, I just don't see many people caring about Gears of War as much as like the 360 days but I mean those are still like quality games it's just you know like I feel like a lot of people just kind of like stop caring about Gears of War I think that's just kind of the main thing yeah. Halo is kind of a different story where I think people still actively care about Halo but the games are just not really <laughs> doing it for people they need a big where, one uh, again because they had Halo 5 and people didn't like the campaign that much the multiplayer was okay it didn't feel as much like call or it felt more like call of duty than halo at times but like mm-hmm. people really want halo the, infinite to be good was it, and, a, was it the was it a swap with halo 4 where it's just like the multiplayer wasn't good i swear i heard some people say like halo 4's multiplayer wasn't good but they but the campaign the st- was okay. i actually was i actually like the campaign for halo 4 it was okay yeah uh mm-hmm. the multiplayer and it's because we're coming off on th- of three which a lot of people like i think three is like the best online multiplayer experience for halo uh, mm-hmm. I, I think that's where they peaked and then five like i said wasn't great four wasn't great so now we're in this feeling of infinite which i mean they had they have uh did you get did you get a series x what do you think <laughs> no on the back I of the can't. series x i box. saw on best buy they had series <laughs> s's available oh, okay. um but it, i like i don't i have an xbox one x you yeah, know and true. i just like i like i like i like having here I have a major problem with digital consoles. Like, hmm. I'm literally like, what's the point if they're they're not that much cheaper? At least with the Series S, that's significant. Mm-hmm. But it's like with the PS5, it's just like for four hundred dollars you get the exact same thing, but without a disc drive. For a hundred dollars more, you get the exact same thing, but with a disc drive. Why not save up a hundred more dollars? You know, pending MSRP, like you're spending retail price. But why not save a little bit extra money so then you're not locked out of wanting of playing disc games if you want to play disc games you know yeah like that's kind of my main problem with like you know what's interesting stuff. is i like i see it occasionally when i bring it up on different videos or something where a lot of people just they don't want physical games anymore it's very interesting because <laughs> like growing up i'm like oh yeah i want the the you know you go buy a ps2 game that was it you had the physical copy and now it's getting mm-hmm. to the point where like i have people on uh, the Spawncast, and they'll and they'll tell me that they just don't want physical games anymore. They just want all digital now. That's it. I mean, and I'm, it's, it's I'm interesting. way more. I'm way more okay with digital games on like something like Switch, just because it's so convenient and it's so like just like having that portably, and just the fact that like you know the Switch isn't as lightning quick as like the PS5 or Series X. However, the menu setup, just like going through the menus, mm-hmm. is really quick, and just being able to just like hey. 
drop out of the game, go into another game. Like, you I, know, I spend think it makes this a, game, whatever. Yeah, it makes a ton of sense, I think, for, like, the portable aspect of it, like, the hybrid mm-hmm. nature. If you have, like, a 400 gigabyte SD card in there and you just load a ton of games onto it, you don't have to switch cartridges or oh, carry I them think, around with you. It's, like, yeah. it's so much easier to do it that way. I think, so. I, I think I'm up to a terabyte on Switch. I have a oh. terabyte micro SD card, yeah. And I think, I don't think it's filled up yet, which is very crazy but um yeah it's um I'm, I'm pretty happy with that but yeah it's um but it makes it weirder for like ps5 and series x because like those like it's only like a terabyte but those games are hundreds of gigabytes like it's just like if you are digital only even if you use discs like you're still gonna load load up that thing super quickly yeah my uh um, <laughs> my ps5 i already filled it up and then i was going to oh there was a patch for cyberpunk 2077 that was trying to install <laughs> and uh yes. and it yelled at me it was like yo your, your hard drive is full your your ssd is full on this thing uh and then balan the the demo for that came out today and uh the the ssd was filled up for that so i had to go in and i had to like play around with some things you know take this <laughs> off but then I'll, so that is happening mm-hmm. and sony mm-hmm. still doesn't have any way to expand the storage at this time like yet. uh how how could they? I mean, why why would they? Eight hundred twenty five gigabyte uh, gigabytes is such a sweet spot of storage. It's what everybody. It's whatever. I I that is so weird to me that it's just they just capped it at eight hundred twenty five gigabytes. That's just like I know that's like they they were kind of forced to due to cost and yeah. just like whatever supply. Um, but it's just so weird to me. It's just like you're so close to a terabyte. Just do a terabyte. I feel like it's easier to find terabytes SSDs than 825 gigabyte SSDs. That was pretty um, funny the way they have that set yeah. up. It, it is a weird looking number on the box. They also have yeah, 8K on the box, 100%. so, you know. <laughs> yeah, good for them. You know? Can't wait to see what that is. Um, no, it's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's just one of those things where you look at I look at the PS5 and I just say like wow I already smell a redesign coming where it's just like it's it's gonna get they can, the, I can't already tell the PS5 slim is they can do it one hundred percent yeah as uh, as AMD moves forward and they shrink and they get more efficient with their chip design all it the PS5 will actually I think it will get to the point where it's cut in half in terms of size uh, very easily mm-hmm. so like yeah. half that half that system I open it was an actual heatsink like it is massive inside yeah. of it so. <laughs> I mean, at least then it's just like, I mean, I heard it's like a lot quieter than like PS4, PS4 mm-hmm. Pro, all of that, you know. That um, is, that's one of the biggest improvements over the, even like on Microsoft side with the One X. Because the One X actually, mine started getting a little louder here and there. Uh, but mm-hmm. over the PS4 Pro, it's not even close. The PS5 is much quieter. And the One X, yeah. I, I like never hear the One X. It is very quiet mm-hmm. as well the whole time. So the one yeah. nice thing, I guess, about the series, I'm oh, sorry, Series X, uh, the Series X. Oh man, is, you, I was about to be like, wow, you're really pulling the, <laughs> you're really pulling the, uh, like the, uh, I don't know. That's like a that's like a mistake my mom would make. That's <laughs> embarrassing. The Series X is a good drop in replacement. Like if you're if you're like I want this One X to be faster, let me get the Series mm-hmm. X. It, I mean it drops in fine. Uh, everything moves over. Yeah. So uh, Microsoft has that worked out, I guess. But mm-hmm. the the yeah. PS5 feels more next gen, I would say. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least like. I think it's really nice that, like, I look at both of these systems and I'm like, wow, there's a reason to own both. Where, like, over the past generation, uh, over the eighth generation specifically, um, I just feel like you could have gone the entire time without owning an Xbox One and you wouldn't have missed anything. <laughs> like, it's just like, it would have been like, eh. you know, it's just like, it's, you know, it's just like pretty much everything was on PS4 that, you know, was kind of like, hey, this is very much like, kind of like a must play. Uh, thing like in terms of exclusives, like Sunset Overdrive was cool. 
that's about it on Xbox One. You know, it's just like Game Pass is a stellar deal, but it's also like, you know, there's nothing major on there that like, oh, is only on Game Pass kind of thing. It's just a good deal. Um, the backwards compatibility stuff is cool, but it's just, you know, it's old games. Um, at least now it feels like with the Bethesda deal, it feels like there's like a legitimate reason to invest in Xbox. And there's also just the fact that Series X and Series S to a lesser extent, but still, um, are just that much better with like legacy content and whatnot. Just the fact that like you have that huge lineage. Um, and hopefully they, they get back to just like doing more um backwards compatibility titles um you know and just like start going back and doing yeah. even more 360 and original xbox og xbox they need to add to that list they only have like 40 titles i think they will the biggest thing they were doing like that whole team from what, what i heard was heavily focused on making sure that the games that like already worked would also work on the series x across the board in the series s uh, because they're, mm-hmm. you know, you still want to be able to play them on uh, the Series S, even though it doesn't have a disc drive and all of this. But then they also have the Series X. So they were they were focusing on, like, f- hundreds of games and, like, legit millions of hours of testing to make sure it all worked re- well. But now that's done, apparently they have moved on to getting the ball rolling on original Xbox is one I've heard, which is kind of cool to think about what OG Xbox games will bring forward. And then 360 games, obviously. But OG Xbox is apparently one of the big focuses they're doing right now on the mm-hmm. Series X. So that could be yeah. cool. Yeah, that's really exciting. It's weird. I don't even think I don't even think the original. You can't. I don't. I don't think you can pop in the original disc versions of Halo One and Two because I don't think those are backwards compatible. Well, they I have mean, they have the Master Chief Collection now anyway. Yeah, so. I know, but it's also like it's just kind of weird. Most of just us. Like, it's just, but it's just so like they had that for like Gears of War, mm. or just like they had Gears of War Ultimate Edition, which that was so weird. That was like one of the weirdest things Microsoft did for Xbox One, where they were just like, let's remaster the original Gears of War right when we offer the entire Gears of War series on Xbox One via backwards compatibility. Yep. And also, I think as a pre-order bonus, you got all the backwards compatible versions of Gears of War 1, 2, 3, and Judgment on Xbox One. And I was just like, okay, well, if you're going to do... Why, why just do the first one when you did the Master Chief Collection and you did, like, literally pretty much all the major Halos other than Reach at the time? Um, but, um, yeah, it's just like... Why would they do that and not do like Gears of War trilogy or Gears of War whatever? It just like as in remaster all of them. Um, it was just such a weird thing, but uh, yeah, I, I'm definitely I definitely look forward to that because it's just like they announced original Xbox and it was like so cool to just see the fact that it's just like wow, the Xbox One is finally actually became the all-in-one console they positioned it as yep. in yep. 2013. They were TV. like, oh. A lot of TV. Yeah. Well, TV, they were like, TV. oh, it's everything you need all in one, except we took out yep. Xbox 360 backwards compatibility. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. I mean, I like I like the original Xbox. Um, it's just really big. Okay, let's uh, let's let's talk about let's talk about the, the, the collections here, Scott, recently. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I see first off, I, I can see down there, I see a gold sixty four on top of a DD down there. Well that's my um that's my <laughs> Japanese one. I'm working on I'm working on the DD collection. We're almost there. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. What do I have? Let me see. Okay. I can. Uh, yeah. What What are some of the recent see. pickups? Anything good? What we got? Oh, we're almost done with the Virtual Boy collection. Oh, I we're see the Virtual Boy done. up there. I do. I see the Virtual Boy up there. Yeah. Why? All right. Why'd you? Yeah. What, I mean, what, like I said, what made you buy what the Virtual what Boy? What I've done Scott? over this break. What I've done over this break has been like okay. I needed way more space. As you yeah. can see, like uh, behind me, like we have a lot of empty space on the shelves. That's good. That's really good <laughs> that I have like extra space. 
like right there like i have way more room for like my snes games now where it's just like uh i have like uh, a lot a lot more room for uh, expansion there um i own all the super scope games for the snes so like the, the gun <laughs> giant gun i have i have the super scope now which is fun i don't know oh, if i can be, play that on, that'd be um, cool to see a, a video on that you need a crt that's what you need to get is, is a, yeah, a good one well, like, a, like one of the well, sony's with, or something Oh, I do. I did get a CRT. I bought one on Facebook oh. Marketplace. That's a good um, spot. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's um, it's a pretty good one. It's um, I, I bought it mainly for like a prop thing. Mm. Um, because I do not have room for like it. It is it is huge. Yeah. It is massive. Like I had a friend help me. I was just like, hey, I just I just got something on Facebook Marketplace. Can like was it like a thirty two inch something massive? Uh, it's honestly like twenty six, but it's still like that's big. They're still really that's heavy, still, yeah. That's still really big. Um, and that was my first Facebook Marketplace experience. Oh, um, okay. And uh, it was literally like I had to drive an hour into Michigan to pick it up, um, which I'm cool with like an hour drive. An hour drive is nothing. Um, but it's um. Like I got there, and like ten minutes before we got to like the the general town where the the TV was at, I got a message from them saying it's just like, oh, you know, it's just like maybe we can do this tomorrow. Like it's just like, you know, like uh, you know, I wanted to give this to you at one p.m., but you know, you got back to me where you were like, hey, how about two thirty p.m. instead? And I was like, eh, whatever, you know, I'm gonna go there anyways. And uh, you know, the original price for the TV was twenty dollars. I talked her up to forty <laughs> uh, to uh, to sealed the deal there <laughs> um but uh i think with the super scope they use the sensor bar kind of like the wii like you use a you put a sensor bar mm-hmm. yeah you, it you came put like a sensor, sensor yeah. bar in so i mean i think it's still gonna be weird on an hgtv but at least it won't it won't be as like unusable as like the the original nes zapper or something like you can still probably use it but it's gonna be okay. a little so funky. have you had you tried a virtual boy before you bought it because i see it back there all right mm-hmm. so it's what... not that bad it's okay. not great <laughs> but it's not that bad i'll, I'll go i'll get the uh, i'll get the virtual boy collection. okay let's Let see this see. let's see this virtual boy collection because i i think all there's right. there's like nine games or something for it isn't there this is significantly oh. more than nine. Oh, i got okay. the boxes too one second you got, I got the boxes for yeah, some of them have the boxes. Let me see what I got. Cause some of these are pretty, are pretty good. I'm a, I'm a fan. Oh my god. I was trying to. I gotta look up how many, how many games there were in the U.S. for the Virtual Boy. That's. There's I'm curious now. Fourteen. There's about fourteen. Oh, I think. Okay. Believe. Okay. So there's that. Okay. So um, first 22. up. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. I. Th- think eight of them were exclusive to japan and three to north america yeah i only have um i only have one japanese game there's like a space invaders game for japan i think that's really expensive um and there's a couple other ones random ones but uh yeah we got a we got golf that's that's a super cheap one uh we got v tetris which we do have the box for that's a japanese exclusive one which this is super cheap too um, oh. It's literally just Tetris. It's literally just Tetris on the Virtual Boy. There's absolutely no. It's it's just Tetris. Uh, Tellero Boxer. I think I have the box for that, but it's really crushed. Um, yeah, it's fine. Like it's a Tellero Boxer is kind of like Robot Punch Out, I guess. Mm. Uh, Mario Clash. That's like the only. Like, Does it look like it's coming like right at you when they punch you? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It's it's not that bad. Like really? again, like okay. the th- it's the 3D effect is very indicative of the original 3DS. Mm. Like um. Yes, it feels like you're you're playing a 3ds 
in red and black in a dark room. That's what it feels like when you're playing yeah. it. And I, I feel like the only comfortable way to play the Virtual Boy is to lay on the floor and have it just on your head. Oh my gosh. Because um, that, way, that way you don't have as much like light seeking in or, or like it's because it's just like just kind of like bending over and like stretching your neck into the system or something like it's just like. It's, it's not comfortable. That a great, what a um, great thing for people to like. People just walk in randomly back in the nineties. Everyone just laying on the yeah. floor with their virtual boy like that. I mean, I like guess. that is an official way to play it. Like I, I think in Nintendo Power, you could see a kid in in the backyard, in his backyard, in, his backyard. in the grass, <laughs> yeah, on the ground, like doing that. Because um, I mean, you can use batteries with it. I only hmm. play it with the power adapter but uh vertical force that's a 2d shooter none of these are specifically anything that rare like virtual league baseball i think i have the box for that one let me see where where is it we're getting to some we're getting to some big ones okay that one's in super nice condition that's a oh that's a very nice box there um galactic pinball pinball game who cares i might do i have the box for that uh yes i do okay another one that i have the box for I have a lot of them in the box. Okay, this one's really... This one was pretty expensive. It's 3D Tetris. Uh, so I have the box for that one. Um, and that's like Tetris, but played from a top-down perspective. I was going to say, hold on. How does that... That would that would be that would throw me off then. If it's top-down perspective, yeah. you move the paddle like and it's, it's far away from you or you're way yeah. above it? Wait, hold on. You're, it's close you're basically, to you so imagine, imagine Tetris, but... Um, you're pretty much like looking down from the top of the the jar. Like imagine like Tetris is in like oh you're putting everything into a jar, and you're just looking down and you're trying to you're trying to manipulate the pieces from that perspective. It's weird. <laughs> um, Mario Tennis was the packing game. Uh, Virtual Boy Wario Land, which I have the box for. That's like one of the other. Uh, that's like that's like the only one that people are like that's that's the main reason to own a virtual yep, boy Wario. like it's just, yep. yeah Wario Land. That's one of the ones uh, I actually did play because we, we had a virtual boy traded in at one point and I remember that's the game it came with was Wario Land uh, and mm. tennis the tennis game. I think everybody had the tennis game though uh, at the time. Yeah, that game that game is bad. I don't care. I don't care about Mario's <laughs> tennis on virtual boy. It's just tennis. It's just tennis. Who cares? Wario was like, good. There's though. nothing that was, about it. That was actually a fun game, though. Uh, problem mm-hmm. is those those virtual boys. One of the eyes would always go out in it, like because the cables inside yeah. would like mess up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's, that's, that's a what problem happened. with mine. Um, it's perfect, other than the fact that if you're playing it for a prolonged period of time, one of the eyes starts glitching out. Oh, uh, okay. But it's not. It it feels like it it like it goes away after. Like it's just like it changes based on like what's playing on the screen. So like. If it the eye starts glitching out, but if you hit the pause button and it goes into a separate menu in the game, mm-hmm. the eye might go back to normal. So it's really weird. Yeah, from what um, I remember with those, you have to like when you take it apart, there's a ribbon cable that starts to basically loses connection to a board, and people would just take it and put it in the oven and cook it for a little <laughs> while and then put it back in and it would work because it would basically yeah, just, might, might it, it, it would harden <laughs> it would just harden I mean, the solder fine. back up. It's fine. I'm not going to play the system that long. You know, if I'm going to play I, it, it's a novelty. Yeah, you can't play it more than 10 minutes anyway before you start yeah. getting sick and throwing up uncontrollably. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I do have Nestor's Funky Bowling, speaking of throwing up uncontrollably, uh, which is that's Nestor from Nintendo Power. They had like comics with him and stuff like that. And I believe this is like the only game he was ever in, which is interesting. Um, we have Red Alarm, which is garbage. Pure gar. It's like Star Fox, but everything's a wireframe. <laughs> Like, it's not even, nothing's even filled in. And then uh, Panic Bomber, which is a Bomberman puzzle game, I think. And then this is, 
This is one I'm not proud of. Um, this is the this is the rarest Virtual Boy game. This is this is the first Shin Megami Tensei game that ever came to North America. It is uh, it is Jack Brothers, and oh, it's the box. Yeah, cool. that is. Do not look up how much that costs. But uh, <laughs> there it is. It is horrifying. Do not look it up. Um, but we have that, and then the DD. Um, I have Doshin the Giant. Um, yeah. What else? SimCity. Do you have all those? Do you have all those like uh, all those Mario artist ones? Because I have like I have like four of those things or something. I have one of them, and it I have it in like the original box where it comes with the mouse. Nice. Um, it's in it's in my closet with all the uh all the other boxes and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I have that. I have like the the Randnet starter. Oh, I don't have that. Thing yeah. that's it's it's kind of what came with everything. It's it's a pretty cheap DD game, but other than that, that's it. But the problem is, I think there's like, I have the other Mario artists to get, and then um there's two other games, and those two other games are obscenely expensive. It's like there's a golf game, and then there's the Doshin the Giant like follow up game. Um, and both of them are like $2,000 each. And it's just like, it is, it is not worth it to play golf on your 64 no. DD. <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't even plugged in this, the DD yet. Um, just because I'm kind of waiting until I have like pretty much like at least maybe one extra game. And then me and my friends can kind of just be like, Hey, let's try to fumble through this. <laughs> just see what we can do. Um, but yeah, there's that. I'm trying to think of like. How's anything that, else how's that little... gamecube collection looking what did i buy up re- oh, i do i did i did play some of the game boy advanced link cable games recently me and my friends played pac-man versus which uh, wow that's actually that's an interesting one because the way it works is you use all the game boy advances and then somebody's actually playing on the screen as like the the one person who's trying to get everyone actually, right or is the opposite yeah, direct actually yeah it's actually the opposite of that yeah. i thought it was like oh wow we all have to use game boy advance no only one person used the game boy advance, which is way more way more convenient than i thought it was going to be um where it's like yeah uh three players are on this on the on the tv playing as ghosts and then a player's on the game boy advance as pac-man it's a super basic it's it's a very basic um, game, as in like there's only like a couple of maps you can do. Like there's not much to it, but it's really fun. It's a really fun little party game, um, and it's really weird to me that they didn't like follow it up with like a, a successor on like Wii U. That would have been like the perfect opportunity to do yeah, something like that. That made that would have made a lot of sense actually to do that. Yeah, uh-huh. like I thought it would have been it would have made sense for them to do like a. Like a Four Swords Adventures remake on Wii U or something like that. Um, but, so many developers uh, just, were just—they were just afraid of that Wii U. That Wii U scared so many developers off. Yeah, but I'm not—I'm not afraid of it. Well, we're talking. We're gonna, in the eye. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that—that that Wii U a bit because I bought one recently too. So we're gonna get into that. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think? Well, tell me, did you get anything else a- for the anything else for the GameCube? Because I, I picked up one of those orange GameCubes, found that, which uh, turned out to be mm-hmm. pretty pretty sweet. And then I did get some more yeah. games, like Metabots was one I got. I hasn't gone into a video yet. And uh, <laughs> Custom Robo was another one I got that I was trying to. That's a Fine. that's a weird one. Nintendo but, made two C Robo games on GameCube. They made Shibi Robo and Custom Robo, yep. which is interesting. But my um, uh, Custom my, Robo was originally an N sixty four game, I believe, yep. in Japan, and you know, yep. and eventually 
I don't know if this is like I I don't know much about Custom Robo, but I think I think this is just a sequel. It, it's kind of like how Fire Emblem, the first Fire Emblem game in North America, was just called Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think I think it's a sequel to those games. It's not like Animal Crossing where they just they just put out the N sixty four game on GameCube. Yeah, the, um, the the White Whale though is certainly Pokemon Box. So <laughs> I did see that at a game store. You recently. did. You sent me a it picture of it, and I was like, "How is there a how is there a that a Pokemon Box looks that good that is actually in a store somewhere near Scott? Because that is ridiculous." Um, me, me and one of my friends, uh, usually do like a thing every now and then where we're like, Hey, let's, let's run over to some game stores. And it's also like, I had to buy like extra like NES games. Cause I was doing like a product for the a charity event recently where it's like, Oh, it's like mystery NES games and a, and a custom little like, Dude, it looks so clean there. though. Uh, it looked so clean. Yeah. Like the, the picture, it was just, it was just Pokemon box right there. And it was like yeah. within, like you could like reach out and grab it almost. I've never been that close to Pokemon box. Yeah. Yeah, consider consider the fact that I had to spend a lot of money on like random garbage NES games, so I could not get Pokemon Box at the time. But uh, they did have it. I have a lot of cool game stores around the uh, general general vicinity. It's it's very nice. I have a very good one that's um that's very close to me, where it's just like you know, it's like a ten minute drive. Mm. It's not even that. It's pretty close. Where it's just like, yeah, it's just like, you know, good retro stuff at pretty good prices, too. It's really hard to find. Like, if you find a good uh, retro game store, it's really random where it's just like, is it going to be, is it going to have a good selection or is it going to have good prices? You know, it's just like a lot of them have pretty garbage prices or really bad selection. Um it's it's you know it's kind of a shot in the dark there's like there's much. like one near me but they don't really get in like like the best stuff and it's kind of weird it's like this mix of like games and comics and music and books and it's like it, it's big yeah, it's I like just, the size I, of like a walmart yeah i just don't really like that as you know i it's all those all those game stores try to go for like this full-on like oh we're gonna sell everything nerd culture or something like that and i'm just like man just focus on just just pinpoint one exact thing and just just do that well kind of thing yep. i guess and um yep. you know those, those are those are those are the stores that are always usually usually the best but um in terms of gamecube stuff um i mean like uh there's like a couple of little random things nothing major on gamecube i did buy a boxed gamecube recently just mm. so then i have the box for like the purple one um, which I've never owned the purple one actually. I thought I owned the getting, silver like, one. I thought about just getting the boxes too, because uh, I already mm-hmm. have all. I, the only GameCube I was missing was the purple one. I actually got one of those in a purple GameCube, and I need to mm-hmm. do a video on that because it's like a box that the person that wrapped it, like actually like boxed it up, legit like wrote on the box with a sharpie. Not like the, <laughs> not like the GameCube box, but like the outside. So I was like, yeah, they probably didn't pack this that well, and it was just all over the I place like, inside. So it was like I, I like the idea. I like the idea that that's the shipping box they do where they just write down the address <laughs> on the GameCube box itself. Oh, I no. would love that. Or like if they would do that for like, they would send a oh, game man. in the mail like that kind of thing. I wonder if they would accept that. <laughs> like the post office would accept it if you just like smacked a shipping label on the GameCube box itself as in like a GameCube disc or something like that. I, I don't know. But um yeah, the GameCube, I, I have most of like the must have games that I've all, I, I own all the Mario parties now 
which you only really need like one or something on the GameCube if you just want like a Mario Party. All right, hold on. Which one know? was your favorite? Because I really liked four. Mario Party four is my. It was like the first one really that came out on good. it. Pretty good. Yeah, I was a big fan. Four is pretty good. Uh, me and my friends have kind of gone through all of them recently, mm-hmm. so I have I have had experience with all of them. Um, I never played them as a kid, but um, recently I kind of gone back and I'm just like, oh wow, okay, so I played all of them. Um, four is really good i wasn't as into five but it's just kind of like it's one thing where it's just like some of them i only played one board and uh you know might have been like the board i played wasn't that great Mm. six is i really like six um because you have a day and night cycle on all the boards and they have a dumb microphone yeah the microphone (laughs) you don't need to use if you don't want to but i just like the the idea that it's there um but I also like seven. Seven is pretty much like uh, the gimmick with that one is that like everything's like vacation themed, I guess. Mm. Um, but it's just it's a good like t- just typical Mario Party. Um, you know, I think that's just kind of the main thing. The GameCube had just good typical Mario parties. I really like the idea that like every single year you could just expect a new Mario Party where it's just like oh like um, you know I'm not super into Nintendo's holiday title this year, but you know what? Look at the Mario Party that they just po- popped out. You know. Instead, now they're just like they're just they're just riding the waves of Super Mario Party, and I have no idea how they're doing it. Yeah, <laughs> or it's the, just like how? it keeps selling. Mario Party keeps selling despite them not really doing anything to it, which is weird because like that seemed like it would have been perfect for DLC of some kind or mm-hmm. leaning into the. I think they're just making another one, and that's going to be like that's it. Like there's like up, oh, you just got to buy it again, I guess, with the uh, well, different boards and hopefully yeah. an online multiplayer that is actually an online multiplayer. <laughs> I don't know. Well, with 3D World, the fact they're doing 3D World online multiplayer, I think that shows that, eh, you know, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I think with Super Mario Party, the developer that did that just did Clubhouse Games, but they usually do multiple projects at once. Um, like, they did... When they did Mario Party 10, they were also working on Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival, which isn't good, but uh, they work on multiple stuff at, at once, so... I wouldn't doubt seeing a new Mario Party this year, next year, but next year would be weird because they usually they pump out Mario Parties, and the fact that like Super Mario Party has been the last one and it did so well, it's so weird that they've just been kind of like, and like, yep, that's it, <laughs> four boards, and that's it. Uh, so, yeah, and they they definitely there's definitely some things they need to improve on, but uh, with the GameCube, uh, you know, I have all the Mario Parties now, and I have um. I'm Chibi Robo, which that's going up in price. Yeah, Chibi Robo. Um, I should have I should have jumped on that early. That that one's actually going up pretty quickly. Yeah, it's uh, cause it's a it's it was it was released right at the end. Like it yeah. was like five months before the Wii came out. Um, let me think. I mean, I have all the Zelda stuff. I I need to upgrade my copy of Four Swords Adventures because it's still player's choice, and Aww. that's like my that's my only player's choice game. I do have a probably the, sticks the out Pac-Man huh? versus <laughs> the Pac-Man versus I have is player's choice, but that's the only way it was released as in like Pac-Man versus was available via like console bundles here. So you could buy it in like that Wii sports esque cardboard case. Mm. Um, but if you wanted it in like the standard, like whatever plastic case, there was a bundle with it in Pac-Man world two. Um, and, uh, but that was only player's choice. So I have that, but I, I kind of, the only way I can have that is player's choice. So whatever, but four swords adventures, I need to upgrade that eventually. There's a couple that I should probably upgrade, but, um, I think my copy of soul caliber two, isn't that hot. Uh, but, uh, yeah. That, oh, I need like, uh, code Veronica. 
Dude, did you see some That's of the Resident Evils? How many do you have? Like most of them. I have most of them except for Code Veronica. I Dude, think. they are going up in price too. Like all those Resident Evils, not really four, I guess, but like the other I ones. Think are all yeah. jumping right now. I think that's that's the only way you can play though that that's like the definitive way to play the original PS1 versions of like RE2 and 3 mm. and kind of like Code Veronica just because it's like the most modern one that's like physical um I guess where it's just like cuz they just don't release those anymore. I think probably like did they did they do like a PS1 digital release on PS3 of like RE2 and 3? They had to have. Right? I feel like they I feel like they did I'm, I'm almost positive they did. I have to double check. It's been a little while since I've I, I uh, looked on the PlayStation Network for the PS3, which would be interesting yeah. actually to look at now. Uh, that and uh, the <laughs> Xbox 360. Those would be two shops I wouldn't mind going back and looking at. You should do that for your your second channel, looking at the 3DS or like how you did that, where you looked at the shop. Go look at the 360 shop or the I PlayStation still, 3 shop. <laughs> I still have to look at the Japanese Wii U shop oh, because I do have a Japanese Wii U now. So, uh, well, well ta- so okay, so so let's go, let's talk silly. about this, let's talk about this Wii U, okay, because I did, I thought, all right, I was like, you know what, Scott's buying up all these Wii U's, I gotta get in before they're all gone, right, so I picked one up, and there was a lot of interest in that, because I was, I was saying, hey, it's probably gonna be a collector's item, the Wii U, they sold 13 and a half million, is. right, uh, and yeah. it is one of the systems that, just having the console isn't enough, you need to also have that gamepad, without the gamepad, you're not really doing much. Well, yes and no. There, like, I think you can get kind of far without the gamepad. Not super far. <laughs> yeah. But if you want to play, like, I think if you want to just play, like, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze or Smash Brothers, you can you can just use a pro controller. Mm-hmm. But some of the menus definitely require, like, isn't it's so stupid you need the gamepad for like system settings and yeah stuff, that's I what think. i mean just doing something it's like that so stupid yeah, yeah. it's it, it, that just that just if that doesn't show why the way you feel i don't know what does the fact <laughs> that you needed the gamepad for system settings like they were trying to shoehorn that gamepad into so many places where it didn't belong um but yeah i mean like i i i just liked buying them i think i'm done for a little bit i mean <laughs> you, have, I have, you, have, you have five of them one two three four five i have five yeah how many were in the I box have, um, all of them all of them except for my european one uh, which that, i just bought for you like got that zelda bucks. you got the zelda one in the box yeah we got Ooh, the zelda one now. that was i was looking at one. i was looking it's at that nice online. box that yeah i like the nice box. box i like the look of it so yeah that's the thing the wii u boxes are really cool because um on the back they have they have the the u of the wii u but mm-hmm. based on what con what what box it is like you know like the wind waker one the u looks like a, a map and it, it's like it's like a wind waker map and then like uh i have a mario maker one from japan and the u on the back of that box looks like it was made in mario maker where you have like a bunch of different like mario pieces and stuff and like i have a skylanders one uh and it has like some skylanders design on the back i don't know but uh it's really cool like if you like if you look at all the special edition wii u boxes there's only three variants of the wii u there's the white, black, and then there's the Zelda one. But the boxes are all really cool. Um, and that's kind of like something that I'm like, oh, man, like I, I kind of want to get those. Um, I have I have all the ones that I would ever need, but not making any promises. I might buy other random stuff. I bought a Wii Mini on eBay recently, so it's just like anything's possible. I had got I one of those like a, a while ago and did video because they took out a lot of the functionality from it. Uh, to, to it's an put it interesting out. little little 
thing. It's kind of like the SNES. It's like the SNES revision where it's like there's literally no reason to own that compared to like the regular one. Yeah. But it's kind of cool to own like just from like a historic point of it view. It did get. It did actually get. weird to consider it historic, the Wii Mini, <laughs> but it's also like. It did actually get hacked. It, it got hacked recently, which was really interesting to see done because then they started <laughs> adding some of the functionality in that was taken out. Um, but mm-hmm. you're right. I looked at that because I think when they originally, I think at one point it was like a hundred dollars and it came with Mario Kart or something. Uh, yeah, for like the, a sale. Yeah. And, and it was cool. It had like a red Wii remote and nunchuck yeah. kind of thing. And you couldn't buy those separately here in North America. I'm like, that's like, I was thinking back in like 2013 when that came out here, I was like, man, I, because like I sold my copy like Mario Kart Wii before that. And I was like, oh man, you know, I could buy the Wii mini for a hundred dollars and it's a deal it's it's a deal because it's literally it was a hundred dollars and it came with yeah. a mario kart which was still a 50 dollars game that's still expensive yeah right. that was an expensive game. yeah it might have been it might have been 40 dollars at that point like nintendo might have marked it down to 40 Ooh, but uh <laughs> you know there was that and then like a wii remote was 40 dollars and nunchuck is 20 so mm. it's just like you're you're making your money back on that and you're getting like a Wii Mini console just for free, pretty much at that point. I was like, man, I was considering buying one back then, but it's just like I didn't really have like a hundred dollars to spend on something stupid. Now I have a hundred dollars to spend on something stupid. I own five Wii U's, so that's fun. But um, it's weird with the Wii U. Um, like I think it's fair to expect it to become a collector's item. Uh, I, I wouldn't invest in it because that I would invest in it because it's just like, oh, like this is something cool. Yeah. Like it's just it's it's a dumb little part of Nintendo's history that you're yep. like, oh, you know, not many people got to experience this. Um, but, you know, because, you know, it's it's one of those weird things. Um, I look at like the GameCube and Wii doing like a lot of that stuff is getting kind of pricey now. And I think it was because like over the past year, people got really bored and they had nothing else to do. And they were like, I'm going to get back into video games. Oh, the GameCube um, Definitely. Oh yeah. A lot of people that owned a Wii, they were just like, I want to buy a Wii again and I want to play Wii sports and Mario galaxy and all that stuff. Um, but, um, a lot of the reason is because you can't play any of those games yeah. on modern platforms. You can't play yeah. GameCube game. The only GameCube game I can play from Nintendo on Switch is Mario Sunshine. That's it. Yep. <laughs> like it's just yeah. like it is weird because that it. whole that whole library is just sitting there. I mean, they've they've obviously yeah. moved stuff from the Wii U over in mass now. Like we're just at this point, we're talking about games they haven't moved over. That's how many they have moved over. So yeah. you figure they would keep Which going is... backwards and be like, "Hey, people really like this GameCube stuff. We can actually make it work because they built an emulator for it." And it's like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll do it later," kind of thing. It's like, what? Like I think. It's it's weird, but I feel like that's why GameCube stuff is so expensive yeah. and why potentially like Wii U stuff may not do like may not be as expensive because it's like, you know, like the entire point why you'd want to buy a Wii U is because like, oh, it had so many exclusives like Mario 3D World and Super Smash Brothers and Mario Maker and Splatoon and all that stuff. And now like you have alternatives or those exact games on Switch mm-hmm. Um, and they're better in most cases. I think, I think some games are a little worse. I, I tried Wonderful 101 Remastered on oh. Switch. Mm-hmm. I, I did not like I did not like that version. <laughs> is there any way to turn off the subscreen? Or is that just always there? I remember, yeah, it was, it was kind of annoying to deal with that. And then people told me it was, it was a bit easier to deal with on the Wii U. And I went and looked and I was like, okay, this makes more sense now with this gamepad uh, being a part of it. <laughs> like like try, them like, trying to take it to the PS4 or the Switch wasn't, I think, working as well as they wanted it to uh unfortunately <laughs> but yeah, yeah it was it's like one of those things where it's just like i feel like if 
I feel like if Nintendo would have published it, they would have told Platinum, it's just like, hey, you need to incorporate the gamepad into the structure of the game a lot more instead of, like, shoehorning a dual screen layout kind of thing, like, as in, like, a little, like, thing on the screen at all times. It's annoying. Like, I'm literally, like, I I just did not like it. I was like, I can just play this on Wii U and get a much better experience. Um, But it's like... I feel like if Nintendo published it, they would have forced... Because it's just like, I played Pikmin 3 Deluxe recently, and, like, they incorporate the gamepad into the, the whole thing. It's just like, you just bring it up on the map screen, and boom, there you go. And uh, most of the time on Wonderful 101, the gamepad isn't necessary. Like, it's just kind of yeah. like a little thing that's there. So it's just really weird to me that it's just like, when you're uh, when you're shopping at, like, the Wonderful Mart, or whatever it's called you still have to deal with the stupid gamepad screen on the uh, yeah. on the TV screen and i'm just like oh, man like i wish i wish they would have just gone in there and restructured the game a bit more to just work on one screen cuz at the point i'm like it doesn't even feel like a remaster what's remastered about that kind of thing <laughs> it's like ah like i don't know i was not i was not thrilled with that but um you know some games are a little better on Wii U um i would even say like captain toad it's like one where the Switch version, you have that cursor on the mm. screen at all times, um, which is just like, it's fine. It does the job, but it's also like, it feels a little shoehorned on. Um, but most games you would want to play on Wii U are available on Switch. So I think it'll just be really interesting to see how it, how the Wii U does over time if it's yeah. going to like get crazy expensive. Well, I also wonder like if a lot of it has to do right now with the, the shop still being up for it. Because you can technically mm-hmm. on the Wii U and buy Metroid Prime Trilogy HD, and it's like, it's it's not. I don't think it's that expensive right now on there. I think it's actually a bit. Uh, it, yeah, it's twenty. It's, it's twenty bucks for all Wii games. On that's Wii that's U. that's a lot cheaper than what that is physically on eBay. On eBay, it's like seventy, eighty bucks for it. Oof. So it's I it's did. not cheap. Yeah. yeah to find the, mm-hmm. I think there's like the Steelbook one and all of that that everyone really wants, uh, and that's it's kind of expensive on there. So I'm looking yeah. at that, and then you also have an like a legitimate virtual console on there with like you know game boy advance games and all this stuff like yeah like, um some some games don't nes and n64 games look like garbage on wii u <laughs> i'm sorry they just do have you seen like the fire emblem fire emblem um shadow dragon or uh shadow dragon bi- the binding of light and shadow what is it how is it what it what is the first game called fire emblem the binding of light and shadow dragon is that the <laughs> official title or is it swapped <laughs> Binding, okay. binding of is, light. <laughs> binding of light and shadow dragon. Right? There's shadow dragon and the blade of light. Oh, that's, that that's right? embarrassing. Yeah, the, that's, sure. that's 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 the that's <laughs> the one that just that's the one that just came out. <laughs> on the yes. Famicom, yeah. I think that uses. I think that used the NES emulator they used on Wii U because it doesn't look that hot on Switch. It's kind of dark. Like it's like it's a. Uh, that's the thing with all the Wii, with all the NES games on Wii U, they're all really dark and a little blurry and and uh, whatnot. They aren't that great. Um, so I feel like that game was probably planned for for Wii U. <laughs> like they were originally kind of like uh, there was all those Mother Three rumors with Wii U where they were like, oh yeah, it's done. Like they're just gonna put it out on Virtual Console uh, or something. That came out. But, it came uh, out in uh, in Japan. They released it on the Wii U, uh, Mother Three. Yeah. No problems. They just put it out. And I mean, a lot of people over here didn't even know it came out there. Uh, that, mm-hmm. that's a game I, I would be really interested to see if they would even try to release. Like, I feel like they've tried to release it 
internally before they're like had these discussions and they just they can't bring themselves to release it right now um with some of the stuff in the game because that would have been a good one to just been like you know what we're gonna put on the wii u and then we're gonna move on and yeah. look, look only 13 and a half think... million people have access to it whatever and <laughs> we'll move yeah. on <laughs> i think it would be fair to be like you know like some stuff doesn't age very well but it's also like you can put a disclaimer at the front of it and just be like, hey, this is this was a Japanese-only game that we translated, and it was also from 2006. Like, you know, it doesn't... It, because, like, Square did that with the collection of Saga. I think mm. at the start of that game, they said, like, hey, um, like, we changed stuff based on, like, you know, uh, current norms and whatnot. Yeah. Um, or they either said we changed it or if we couldn't this doesn't reflect our views today or this doesn't reflect think, like us today i think today. that would be i think that'd be fine because then you can they're yeah. going to skate this line because i do think i do think they will eventually release i think it will happen and uh, i don't know mm-hmm. when but i think they will eventually do it and uh, I think mm-hmm. that's a good idea, though, to have some sort of disclaimer at the beginning, because if they change things, people are going to be mad. But then if they don't change things, people are going to be mad. So it's like, what do they do? Change well, things. we'll just... Nintendo of we'll America just, always changes things. Yeah, we'll just they detach ourselves especially from with this. Like, especially with like stuff, something that's going to be a little T-rated, because like Mother 3 would definitely be a T-rated game. It would be T-rated, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's just like, they would definitely change things. Um, but yeah, like I think they were definitely interested in translating a lot of stuff like that back in the Wii U era. And uh, I'm really excited now because it's just like, yeah, with like Fire Emblem, it just shows how they're willing to like go back into their Japanese only catalog and be like, hey, let's bring back stuff like this or whatnot. Um, And, you know, hopefully eventually do that with Mother 3 or just a straight up like Earthbound Trilogy remake kind of thing would be would be really rad. Like they had a there's that pitch for an Earthbound. I think it was just a straight up new Earthbound game on the GameCube, and it was supposed to be like, oh, it's supposed to be clay, claymation style, like like uh, how a lot of the uh, promotional art for Earthbound was, which would be cool. Oh, I got Earthbound. That's another thing in part of the collection. I have oh, Earthbound on the Super on, uh, on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, I have the Super Nintendo one. How's it look? Um, it look all right? Label and everything look good. Oh, okay, okay. It, <laughs> it's fine. Let me see. Um, yeah. It's, whoa. Yeah, it's it. It does the job. Oh, There's a little... Is... There was a little... Like, I think yeah, you can see, yeah, like, the... That's fine. It was a little... All I did was, like, this part was, like, ripped a little bit. So I just I just covered it with Sharpie. I was just like, <laughs> I don't care. This is my game now. <laughs> I'm just like... Because, like, yeah, it's just, like, there's just a little tear right there. Yeah. I was just like, I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna yeah. cover it in Sharpie. As long as, it's like, fine. the board's legit and everything. It's not that big of a deal since it's yours. So did you... Uh, what about that battery inside? You Did you check to see if they changed it or anything? I don't know, um, <laughs> but on eBay, on eBay, it was one of those. I don't really know how to check for like um, authentic boards that much, but <laughs> this was one where the listing was literally like they showed the board oh, and yeah, stuff, and I'd then. be like, if they show the board, I assume like they know it's real or yeah. they're very confident and it looks real. Well, I mean, you can look right so, at it and tell because a lot of times you'll see the chip yeah. has been manipulated or changed or something there. So that's, well, that's cool, though. That's a good pickup. It's something. Yeah, it, it's something where it's just like, oh, my God. Like, I I'm I was kind of like, OK, I'm not a Pokemon fan, but I kind of wanted to get a couple of Pokemon games, mainly just to be like, OK, like I want to get like the original just so then I can just get footage of that and i can finally just have that boom like i don't want to emulate it i just want to get it on like game boy player footage um 
it is so i feel bad for people who want to get like legitimate pokemon games it is so much like going through ebay it is so much garbage it is so many like reproductions and so many like like fake labels and whatnot um let me let me see uh, one sec i thought i kind of cut out there a little bit no you're good i'm sorry you're okay here. okay you're here um, the mac didn't give yeah. up yet you're fine yeah thank god um <laughs> but uh but uh the uh the pokemon games are just like constantly pirated like it's yeah. so and it's just but it's it's pretty easy to tell there's like the the ones that the the esrb rating is so poor like it's just it's literally like some aerial of them have, text <laughs> some of them have gotten a lot better which is concerning and it, a lot of them pile up on ebay like uh fire emblem these either of these two fire emblems the game they're actually uh mm -hmm. counterfeit all the time on ebay i grabbed these mm -hmm. ones from gamestop because they did like a buy to get third and i'm like well if it's counterfeit i'll just take it to the store and return it there because they let yeah. you do that with like any of your orders yeah. online you can actually take it to the store and get the money back there so i was mm -hmm. like i'll do that because if i go through ebay that's a whole thing uh for games that aren't I mean, these, okay, these aren't, like, cheap, cheap, like, GBA games. I think they're, like, 40 or 50 bucks for each one now. Yeah. But, I mean, it's expensive, but it's not, like, breaking the bank, yeah. like, crazy. But, like, know? eBay, you know, you go through the eBay process of hoping the person responds to you and all of these things. It's a whole thing. So, I went through that. But, yeah, Game Boy Advance games, like, I was looking into collecting some of those. And they're, I, I like, these are ones I would like to buy in person kind of thing, along mm -hmm. with, like, the Pokemon box. So, I'm hoping eventually we get back to conventions so I can do that because, like after game the deal i mean they're they're probably gonna have one in like too many games they have a little bit yeah. of everything there yeah. a little bit like it's just like if you wanted to go there and you were like hey i want to get this specific game you could find it there like it's just yeah. like that's i'm thinking the I'm, fun part well so next time they start doing the conventions like too many games i'm gonna probably roll in with like gamecube in mind and Game Boy advance in mind those gonna be like the two that i'm really looking for uh for the most yeah. part yeah so. yeah i've been kind of just going through ebay just doing a lot of stuff that like i i needed you know like Nestor's funky bowling but uh it's uh you know like with with pokemon um you know i just looked on ebay and like i said like there's there's stuff where it's like um i i think i have a pretty good attention to detail with stuff and um you know it's just like i just see like random pokemon games i don't know if like there were some versions of the original pokemon games where the esrb rating was like because they're they're usually supposed to you know like I at least know like an original Pokemon game has like the SRB rating with like the retro like the, like how it looks there mm -hmm. where it's like the uh, the white with like the gradient kind of thing or like you know like how it looks how it looks there yeah um and I'm not sure if they ever did like a re-release where it had the black ESRB rating but I don't think so and it's, there are you talking about for the Game Boy Advance ones no I'm talking for the original original oh, okay. like Pokemon Red and Blue. I don't think they I don't think I think that I, I I can't I'm trying to think when that ESRB rating was introduced did, like is in like that new style of like the black ones. Oh okay no it was still KA at the time I think yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh that honestly mm. speaking I think one of them said E and I'm just like uh-oh I don't <laughs> think that should be there like for a Pokemon red or blue like I'm like I don't know but I don't know if they ever because like you know it's just like those games were crazy popular so they were obviously in print for a while so they might have been in print by the time like they introduced the e rating slash uh they introduced like the new style of like you know like uh whatever like it was like the filled in black e instead of like the uh weird retro looking one um but yeah it's like uh it, it's it's so difficult to like find because it's just like ebay is just crowded 
with counterfeit stuff there. Um, yep. But in terms of like, in terms of Wii U collecting, if you're getting into Wii U collecting, I'm telling you, the high okay. fidelity battery, I was, <laughs> you, need to, you need to jump in. I was going to ask you about that to finish up with this Wii U collection that it. we were talking I got about. Okay. It. One second. It's here. So it's Scott here. apparently has one of the, the rarer accessories for the Wii U. Uh, it's. I have I have two things. I didn't even know this was a thing, but it's a Wii U lens cleaner from Japan, and it comes in a case, and you just open it up, and you have you have a disc that has a little uh that has little like cleaning solutions on it to clean your lens. Interesting. And there's a little there's a little fluid solution included in the box and whatnot. But you can't read I the instructions. I didn't know that was a thing. What was that? But you you can't read the instructions though, can you? I have I have the I have the diagram there. I'm pretty I, I think I'm pretty good. Um, but yeah, it's it's a high fidelity battery. Um, okay, so explain explain to me, makes, Scott. Why did you get that rather than the third party ones that are on eBay? Because this one works. I think the third party ones are just not. They don't uh, okay. work as well. Okay. Because it's just like this. This one is this one is Nintendo made. It is. Um, and they they offered it in. 2013 and here it was only available in north america on the um on like the nintendo online store where they would sell like refurbished stuff and whatnot um and this was the only place you could get it and i don't have like the north american version but i at least have like the like official japanese version and uh it increases the gamepad battery life to like it says like because the wii u gamepad is is horrible in terms of battery life it's just not good um, especially over time, like now, like I still have the original battery in there cause I haven't installed this yet, but oh, I was gonna ask battery, if you're use it. <laughs> it's like, it lasts like an hour and a half, two hours yeah. or whatever. It's not good. Um, even back in the heyday, it would only last three to five hours. This one increases it to five to eight hours, which is pretty much on par with a PS4 controller. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's yeah. Pretty good. Which that's, that's pretty good. But, um, this is going to be super rare. I guarantee you, because it's going to be like. Because first off, all the Wii U gamepad batteries are gonna die yeah. eventually. That's how it is. Um, and this is like the official thing. It's kind of like the GameCube component cables. Where like that's those why I are figured you would get expensive. that. You would just never use it, and then get one of those cheaper third-party batteries and use that instead, and just leave that thing in the box. I don't know the cheaper third-party bat. I just don't trust. I just don't <laughs> trust them. These ones. This is this is from Nintendo. You should trust them. So, I also think one of the rarest Wii U's that uh-huh. you should keep your eye out for is so they only released like the white and black model white black and zelda models Mm. um and the white one here was eight gigabytes black one 32 gigabytes zelda one 32 gigabytes and it was a black one um but there were white 32 gigabyte ones in other parts of the world but in north america i swear to god there was a refurbished white 32 gigabyte wii u on nintendo's online store and i think i'm the only person that knows that (laughs) I, you told me, and, and I had no idea that they even did a 32 gigabyte white. I thought yeah, that's how you could tell. It was it like would be the most expensive. It, it would be the rarest one. I'm telling you, because nobody else knows it exists. Yeah, I had no idea. Like, and I don't know where else to get it now. I just remember going on like the Nintendo Online Store in like 2016, and it said, "Oh, here's you know we have white 32 gigabyte we use available in North America," and they were like refurbished. And I was like, "There you go. That's going to be the rarest Wii U <laughs> because it's like." It's a North American region, 32 gigabyte one, um, which I think is better because like the black ones are glossy black. If it was matte black, they'd be they'd be pretty rad. Mm. But um, glossy black just it's, they just get, get disgusting after a while. Like you get you get the fingerprints all over them. They get greasy and they just show scratches. And 
the white one looks better for longer, I think. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I think that'll be the rarest Wii U, and this will be one of the uh, go-to accessories. Okay, what I'm about the games? Let's finish investment. up. Which games? I know Devil's Third. That's the one you got to get, right? Well, Devil's Third. <laughs> how expensive is that? Now? That's pretty expensive, actually, from I remember with how well, well, well the game well. is. <laughs> I'll, let me, I'll look real quick. Let me see. College is gonna be a breeze to pay for. <laughs> Let me, Let me see. see I'm I'm interested you. to see what the uh, pricing <laughs> goes on eBay right now. If you have the North American will... version, it's 150 to 200 dollars. If you have it sealed, it's Ooh. like 250 and up. Jesus! Oh it's yeah, uh, I'm seeing a brand new one for 200. Yeah, I might spring on that just because I've beaten this game and I'm like, hey, like this is my identity now. <laughs> there, there are. Um... It is an expensive game, yeah. Yeah, it's uh. Well, it was weird how they released it in North America. Do you remember how that happened where they were like, hey, uh, here's 300 copies for the entirety of the region yes. yeah. at GameStop it, only. Not many of them and, came well, out. Well, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't GameStop exclusive, but at GameStop only, I think there were only like 300 or so copies that GameStop as a whole got. <laughs> so it's just like, it really wasn't a lot. Um, and it, this game had like a dedicated fan base of people who just wanted it. Yeah. They just wanted it. They were like, Nintendo of America, just release it. Don't be a coward. Um, and they were like, no, it's a bad game. <laughs> like, you're not going to like it. And then they were like, no, you need to support your Wii U. And they were like, all right, fine. And then they like, uh, printed more of them on Amazon and everybody was like, yeah. And they <laughs> bought it and everybody was like, wow, this is bad. This isn't a great game. But it's uh, I beat it. It's it's not horrible. It's not great, but it's like it it's it, it has its moments. And there are some parts of it that are like, oh, this control is kind of fluid or this is kind of a little fun. But, you know, it's just like it just keeps going and going and going and it's glitchy and it doesn't run very well. Um, I'd, I'd put it at like a five out of ten. Okay. It's like I think IGN gave it like a three out of ten back in the day. It's like. It's fine. Uh, I would uh, honestly be kind of excited if it came to Switch. Um, I don't think it will. I don't but, think it will uh, <laughs> I think they're going to leave that well, one behind I, for a while. I don't think it will for other reasons of being like, I think it runs on Unreal Engine 3. Oh, uh, yeah. That takes more, it takes more Switch. work to get that over, yeah, from what I remember. Because Rocket League was yeah. Unreal Engine 3 and they had to spend time doing that. So I was like, oh, whatever. They can get Panic Bun to do it. <laughs> yeah, because Panic Bun did, uh, did Rocket League. They can sure. do Devil's Third next. Big big money um, in that one. Big money. They can sell it for $200, yeah. apparently. Well, people really like the online multiplayer, so if they bring that back, I think people would be pretty happy. But I think half of the reason why the online multiplayer did well was the fact that there wasn't much else going on with Wii U, where it's just like, oh, I'll play this game, you know, whatever. You know, when you, when you have the Switch and you have so many other games available, I don't think... I, I just think that Devil's Third would just not make any it would not turn any heads but let me see i'll look some up these, i'll look uh, up some price wii charting u, some of the wii u lots are pretty cheap now like there's a there was a wii u lot that i i uh i was looking at that had like seven games in it and it was it was mm. just under 80 dollars. but it was like a lot of the first party ones it was like splatoon sonic lost world uh super mario 3d world pikmin 3 mario maker 1 super mario bros u deluxe or just super mario bros u and then star fox zero and it was all thrown in there for like less than 80 bucks Mm-hmm. I so I'm think, looking at like um, those kind of lots. I'm like, yeah, wow, some I mean, of these like, games are pretty cheap right now. A lot of that first party stuff got discounted. They became Nintendo Selects later down the line. So it's yep. just like a lot of them were just a lot of them are still kind of on store. A lot of them are in warehouses 
some of them you know yeah. for 20 bucks so it's just like tropical freeze um wind waker hd mario 3d world um nintendo land is super cheap that's like oh, yeah $2. it's everywhere <laughs> which that's worth it that's one of the best wii u games like that is only on wii u right now it's just okay. like hey it's a good game um i think like some of the most expensive ones are definitely going to be like there were some very specific collector's editions of mm-hmm. games that were only available at like the nintendo world store or nintendo ny um that's like there was like a hyrule warriors and a mario kart 8 one where it's like the mario kart 8 one came with like a a, a vinyl figure of like the, the blue shell and the Hyrule Warriors one came with a scarf because Lincoln, the the Lincoln Hyrule Warriors had a design where he had like a scarf, mm-hmm. um, and it's like right. they were really cool. But they were only available at the uh, at that uh, still, at Nintendo World still Store, never been, which still I've never, never been, been to. Me neither. I've okay. never been to. I've always I mean, wanted to I'm go. Close. You're pretty close to New York, right? You could probably. Yes. Yes, I'm yeah. like I'm like three I'm, hours from New York. We we actually went to like Long uh, on Retro, and we had to drive like past new york basically so it's not it's mm-hmm. not too bad of a drive uh it's it's yeah. something you're probably not gonna do you're probably gonna go up there and then spend the night there or something like in new york yeah uh, yeah but. i think i think it's about nine mm. it's a decent drive for me but it's not undoable you know it's it's not it's not like oh i couldn't i could never do that it's more so like you, you have to really think like i'm gonna go to new york right now kind of thing um but there's like limited run games did one game for wii u and that's axiom verge um and i have that um so that might get a little a little pricey later down the line i also have the uh uh shakedown hawaii which was uh that was like one of the last that's like one of the last games on the on the system i have both versions there was a collector's version and then there's a there's a standard version i have both of those um because uh they were just super it was literally like 25 dollars brand new and i got in there one like it was like one of those things where i didn't even think about it that much i just went on twitter one day and it was just like hey shakedown hawaii is on we now wii u now and i was just like all right i'll buy that and uh at that point i also got like they had retro city rampage for the wii but pal only and i was just like yeah sure <laughs> i'll get that too so i own that too um uh but there's that um, I'm looking at like price charting, like the most expensive Wii U games. There's the um, the Nintendo World Store stuff. Hello Kitty Cruisers was super that, expensive. I've seen that. I, I don't know why. Why is that so expensive? I've seen that occasionally pop up, and I'm like, why is this I so expensive? Know. I own it, so I can give up thinking about it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so okay. it's just You're like in. whatever, whatever. Um, oh god, Game Wario is seventy dollars. Yeah, that now. one's expensive too. That's another one I looked at, and what? I couldn't believe it. That's yeah, because that's, that's why I was saying that's... I was looking at these, and I'm like, these, mm-hmm. these are all like expensive. Like the Wii U, game, some of the Wii U titles are getting up there, and the gamepad is almost one hundred and fifty dollars on its own at times. Yeah, I I'm pretty happy that I own multiple Wii U's mainly because that way I own multiple game pads that I could use if yep. if I need to. Yep. Um. Yeah. So it's just like that's something um there's there's also well game and wario is 70 dollars. that kind of makes sense though because that's very much like that's never coming to switch that's so focused on on the gamepad and there's some fun games in there there's like a pictionary game you can play with friends and stuff that's honestly pretty fun um but you know i mean i i wouldn't i wouldn't spend 70 dollars on it i don't think it's worth 70 dollars. but uh there's turbo super stunt squad which is 80 dollars that seems to be the most expensive. Like, oh wait, Twilight Princess HD is like seventy one dollars now. Yep, 
you know, that's crazy. Uh, some of them are getting yeah. up there. Yeah. So it's a, it's a whole it's, thing with the Wii U now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But most stuff under that's pretty manageable. I'm seeing like, oh, the Tokyo Mirage Session Special Edition is pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's only like forty bucks. I'd get that. You yeah. Because that's that's still going to be kind of like a. I feel like that's going to be a collector's kind of piece at some point. Even though it's on Switch, I think eventually like it, it still has its fans it, it doesn't it's never lit the world on fire but i think tokyo mirage sessions will probably be like a game that people will look back on in like five years and be like oh man that was a great game and i love that game but now it's really hard to find on both switch and wii u um kind of thing i don't know how well it sold how did it uh did it did it sell well on switch what uh tokyo mirage sessions not great <laughs> i mean it's not yeah. like like it didn't set the world on fire it definitely didn't set the world on fire the wii u it it i it probably sold better on the switch than to the wii u but it wasn't enough to like where it made headlines or anything like that uh, oh but... yeah I, it, it was kind of weird where it's just like you know it's just like hey if you're a persona or shimigami tensei fan and you're also a uh, fire emblem fan maybe but there's a lot of stuff where it's just like it it, it kind of it, it the the direction it went kind of appeals to like a different group rather than any of those fans specifically you know obviously there's overlap where it's just like a lot of fire emblem fans love that game a lot of shimigami tensei fans a lot of persona fans love that game but it's also like it's so different from all of those things that it's just like it's kind of like a weird thing where it's just like what is it going for but uh yeah i feel like that might become kind of expensive on wii u because there's a lot of cute things on the wii u version where it's like the uh your text messages come through with the gamepad which is kind of neat Mm-hmm. Um, but there's stuff. The Wii Fit U. Oh, that's that's my prediction. We Fit U. That's gonna get really expensive. <laughs> okay, let me let me ask you about this, Scott. Before before we finish mm-hmm. up here, the Vita. Are you are you yeah. in on the Vita right now? I have three games. And okay, I have how many the si- how many systems? How many OLED Vitas model? You have? Okay, you have the, the original, original OLED. OLED model. Okay, and it's the first edition. Do you remember what happened with that? Where they um, they they released it a week early. <laughs> um and uh they were just like hey this is the first edition bundle it i came didn't have with... that no that's interesting yeah, it, i mean like it's it was the oled model mm-hmm. um the I OLED have, screen still looks really good i have good. the oled yeah i have the oled and i just picked up another lcd one uh the other day when i did a, a video on it was the light blue one and some of the mm-hmm. colors that they did for the slims look really good in person like the light blue looks good the orange yeah, looks light blue. awesome they have like a red one that looks really cool i really liked the white one that came with assassin's creed 3 liberation Oh, they also um, did a uh, they did a white one with the Final Fantasy Ten. Also, have you seen that one? I don't think I've seen that one oh, specifically. Oh, dude, no. you should look yeah. up an image of that. That one There's... looks awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. got like uh, on the back that's Titus and, and Yuna, kind of right there, and mm-hmm. uh, in, in like the that scene with them in the water. It is a really good looking Vita. Uh, that's there's, one I would. There's like to a lot of on. the Vita. The Vita is such an interesting little little wet fart of a console. It's so <laughs> it's so interesting. Oh yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it almost ge- looks like a decal on the back, but that's cool. The games yeah, are really, it's... really, really expensive now too. Oh, the games are getting out oh, there. Oh Jesus, yeah, yeah. There's um, Ugh. there's a couple of things I want to get the original Tearaway. I played mm. Tearaway Unfolded on PS4, and I'm yep. like, oh, man, I kind of want to play the original because it's still like they did a they did a good job translating that game over to PS4, but you can still tell it's just like, oh, man, this would work like this. This was made for the Vita. Yep. Um, but you know, and the Vita had a crazy launch they had yeah. so much stuff there was a lot they had hot shots they had um they had all these like i think they had marvel versus capcom 3 yep, they had I uncharted 
they had i'm trying to think of what else but i just remember they had a ton they had like mod nation racers they had go. i pulled up the they had line up here. so much stuff okay so they had okay launch lineup from sony escape plan Hot Shots Golf, Hustle Kings, Little Deviants, Mod Nation Racers, Super Stardust, Delta, Uncharted, Wipeout. Yeah, then they had a bunch of third-party launched. Wow. Yeah, they had Wipeout, too. Third-party. I'm looking at this Asphalt crazy. Injection. Ben 10, Blaze Blue, Dungeon yeah. Hunter Alliance, Dynasty Warriors, Luminous, uh, Plants vs. Zombies, Rayman Origins, Tales of Space, Touch My Katamari, Ultimate Marvelous, Capcom 3, Virtual Tennis 4, they had a lot, and then Ninja Gaiden Sigma Plus followed up pretty quick along with Silent Hill and Ridge Racer and Disgaea 3. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the Vita, Sony truly tried with it. That The only time they truly tried with it was that launch day, and then they gave up immediately after that. It's just like they just didn't have much to much to follow that up with. They had Little Big Planet. Yep. Um, they had Resistance, which wasn't that great on Vita, I believe. Killzone was pretty good, though. Like I remember, people were like, "Hey, Killzone Mercenary." There I is a Killzone like... game that is awesome. I really like it. It, it looks mm -hmm. ridiculous for a handheld game. Even now, yeah. you can turn it on and be like, "Wow, the, the Vita can play this." Mm -hmm. It looks that good on the smaller screen. That's one that I would say play on the OLED screen because the LCD it gets the job done. But whew, the OLED in like kind of a dimly lit room with that game mm -hmm. it looks like obscene. <laughs> it is a really good yeah, game. Yeah, it's. Yeah, th there was there was definitely that, which is just like that's that was kind of like the last triple A major title for the Vita. Gravity Rush, I love Gravity Rush. I've never played it on Vita, but um, Gravity Rush is awesome, and uh, that's that's a great game. They had Persona Four Golden, obviously. Um, yep. But let me see what else is there. Muramasa the Demon Blade came out for it, which is cool. Um, Let's see. Rayman Legends came out for it too, which that's that's a great game. Um, but most of most of the other games, like they had the Borderlands Two port, <laughs> which that didn't. Yeah, uh, uh, it wasn't good though. Oh, it was, yeah. it was, it was ugly. <laughs> yeah, that's why it was. That was like that was when Sony tried to do, go for like this this rejuvenation of the Vita kind of thing. Where that mm -hmm. was when they brought over the the slim model over to the states, and they were like, hey. And Borderlands 2 is coming out. It's a pack-in for uh, the Slim One, but it just it didn't it didn't run that well. They had Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Yeah, uh, and I they had the, that. they had Mortal Kombat 9 too. Mortal Kombat like was weird, actually had... pretty good on there too. It was all right. Mm -hmm. so, I played that a lot. Actually, yeah, and they had and they also had like the Sony exclusive characters. They had they had Kratos in the Vita one, and then they also had for Street Fighter Cross Tekken. They had the uh, they had all like the five plus Sony exclusive characters mm -hmm. um, in that version too. Um, yeah, the Vita was really cool. I always wanted one back in the day, but by the time, like, I probably could have bought one when it was, like, kind of relevant, it was obvious that Sony was just, like, giving up on it. Yeah. Like, they gave up on it so quickly, and a lot of the times, like, it just kind of felt like they never want... That's the thing. Like, I don't want to say, like, Sony's IP isn't valuable, but I feel like... I feel like mo a lot of what, what makes PlayStation so... Like it's just it's it's literally like the most successful console brand ever. You know, it's just like Nintendo sold like you know Nintendo's ha has more of a legacy currently just because like they've been here around longer. But like you know they don't keep console brands. You know they, yeah. they you know they had NES, SNES, and then that was it for the NES brand. Uh, Wii, Wii U, that was it. DS, 3DS, that was it. Game Boy, maybe. Um, but. PlayStation has always has always like been consistent, and you know their consoles have always done incredibly well, except yes. for the Vita. Um, but I think like 
the problem is like they depend a lot more on third-party games and a lot of people who are brand loyal to playstation a lot of people are brand loyal, are brand loyal to playstation but they don't care about the sony ips they just buy fifa call of duty and madden yeah and that's it and it's just like that that's kind of a you know that's that's good because that's literally like hey you're selling a lot of consoles but it's also like a lot of those people are brand loyal just because it's just like it's the I default. PlayStation, so it's the default it's system, yeah, yeah. Basically, it's, yeah. it's, the, it's so just gonna be buy when that. you want to play when you want to play FIFA, like you said, or Call of Duty, or even for, Fortnite's big now. Fortnite, if you get mm-hmm. like a PS5, I mean, that's one of the most played games. If you go on like the network, like the PlayStation Network, and you look, it's like top grossing games mm-hmm. or like top games. It's like Fortnite and Call of Duty Warzone are always up there because yeah. it's just yeah you don't even need a playstation network account or like to pay for playstation mm-hmm. plus to even play it on there so they're cleaning up with the microtransactions and all of that as yeah. it is but you're right it, there's if you look at sales some of their first party stuff at times it's like it doesn't match what happens with nintendo and that's just because people buy a switch to play nintendo games for the most part like that's yeah. what they're getting it for and like you look at the psp psp did super well like 80 million or so mm-hmm. sold like yeah. that's crazy for a handle not made by nintendo but look at how many games sold on it you know yeah. look at the best-selling games like i think like the best-selling game on it was like one of the grand theft autos or gran turismo and i think it only sold like a couple million like it wasn't a lot and you look at the ds and like the best-selling games on the ds were like nintendogs and new super mario brothers and those sold 30 million plus you know it's just like it's just like yeah sometimes they were pack-ins but it's just like most of the time people were just buying ds's to play those games and, you know, obviously, I think with the PSP, people were buying PSPs either to hack them or because they were like, oh, my God, I love the PlayStation 2. I'm going to buy this. And they bought it and they would buy like a random game for it. And they just kind of stopped after that. You know, they were just like, all right, you know, that's cool, whatever. Um, and then when the Vita came out, you know, it's just like they they had great first party support and they had good third party support at first. But it came out at the wrong time where like mobile games were really starting to pick yep. up. And, you know, Nintendo was the only one that had the power to be because the 3DS, I didn't really think the 3DS was popular as a portable system. It was more so because during that generation, that was kind of the only viable Nintendo platform for people to buy where they were like, hey, I want to play Nintendo games this generation. A lot of games. I don't want to invest like Nintendo was yeah. putting a lot of games on 3DS. They were even putting a ton of stuff on it when the Switch came out. They they had more support for the 3DS after the Switch came out than before the Switch came I out. Remember, I remember Just, when they would do the, like a direct and they were like, all right, let's talk about 3DS stuff. And everyone was like, oh, come on. People didn't care or they didn't want to get depressed when they saw like Luigi's Mansion come to 3DS. Oh, instead I still of can't believe they haven't at least just moved that over. Like just, just it's depressing it. because it's actually like they they did a lot of work in that version too. Yeah. Like they remade, they they redid a lot of assets for it. It, it feels like they could easily upscale it or whatnot. Um, but even like stuff like whatever, then they did like the Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga remake. That would have been really cool to have on like a home console for the first time or something. Um, yeah. you know, Metroid Samus Returns. I'm surprised that hasn't come over. Um, I, just as an HD one. I mean, it's pretty I obvious. They're working on a new one, you know, but Metroid. Yeah, probably. You might actually see it later this yeah. year. Uh, anyway, real quick. Yeah, <laughs> that was one. I that was one of my predictions you, in our predictions. You, I thing. think you're going to end up being right about that one. <laughs> I was bummed out. The first prediction I had was like new Pokemon Snap was coming out in June, and it, and it was announced for like late April. You and were I was close. Like, you were close. I was very close. I was very close, but I'm still not happy about that. But with the Vita, yeah, it came out at the wrong time, and I think people got the PSP, and people liked the PSP, but 
I don't think enough of like the mass market were like, hey, like I'm super like, hey, I'm super into portable PlayStation consoles. Let's go with the Vita. And also the name was very much like what is a PS Vita? And like there there's a lot of stuff going on with that. And I don't think a lot of people are brand loyal to PlayStation. A lot of like the general consumer, they they aren't like brand loyal to PlayStation for PlayStation IPs. Not that PlayStation IPs can't be amazing, um, but you know, I think they're more so brand loyal to the PlayStation brand because that's just like you said, the default yeah. kind of thing. But uh, yeah, I think eventually I want to get into the Vita. That'll be kind of like a fun little. I like I like the consoles that are obviously kind of garbage, but <laughs> I like them. <laughs> hey, you know? the failed. I mean, the failed Thank consoles you. tend to be the ones that are harder to find later. Like that virtual boy behind you is very difficult to find. The N sixty four DD very difficult to find. A lot of that just comes down mm. to them not making as many because not many of them sold. So over time, they get broken, thrown out, all of that. We end up with a very small amount of them. So it's it's a very it's a very interesting little thing to go back to. Just mm-hmm. even like going through Wii U games, you know, because I've been kind of like I kind of want to go through my entire Wii U library and just like hey, just get footage of all of this. Um, I have experience with most Wii U games, but um, you know, go through it and it's just it's just really bizarre to go through and like play like Arkham City on on Wii U and just see how what they did with it. Or it's just like oh, you have all that gamepad support and whatnot. It can be kind of annoying sometimes, but it's a uh, it's like this interesting alternate side of history that uh, not a lot of people get to experience. You know, it's pretty, it's pretty neat. So Scott, I had here for over an hour, a little longer than I was planning, but I appreciate you coming on. I think it was pretty fun. You got any, you got any plans coming up? So I know you, you were, you were uh, taking a break for a bit between seasons. You got any, any, any plans for the season coming up? When I build my desk today, maybe. Because, <laughs> like I said, I think you asked like uh, what I was doing over break just to do a little TLDR. Because I told you beforehand, uh, pretty much like I've been cleaning a lot of stuff, and that has taken up a lot of my time. Because I'm like, oh, I clean this, but then I'm like, oh, well, I have to upgrade that. Well, now I have to organize this. Now I have to clean that. Um, and I got a new mic, and I clamped that to my new desk. But to clamp it on my new desk, I had to like move. I had to move this desk away, and uh, I. I definitely did not build this desk well, like when I when I put it together, like it it, and it just started falling apart. And don't I was you have like, an entire hey. I, don't you have an entire iMac on that desk right now? <laughs> I have an iMac and um a separate monitor. Oh good. So uh, <laughs> after this, I'll put together a desk. So it's it's an O-shaped desk. I'm pretty excited about that. Nice. Okay. Yeah. It'll be it'll be fun. I could put like a my printer on the other side or just something you know i have a i bought that's another thing i did over the break i bought a dish for my sd cards at ikea i'm pretty happy about that i have my my dish of sd cards but uh yeah it's just been a bunch of cleaning and stuff and it's been kind of hard it's it's and it's also really hard to um whatever uh after like three weeks of not writing to just be like all right let's write and it's just you have to get back in the flow so it's kind of it's a little rusty at first but uh you know you get back into it but you know, I still have a little bit of cleaning to do, but looking, after looking that, forward to the then, return though, I think it'll be mm-hmm. a lot of fun to be pretty based yeah. on what you've shown us today with your collection. I think, uh, there's gonna be some weird episodes coming out at some point. So yeah, <laughs> you, you never know. You never know when I'm going to surprise people with, yeah. uh, yeah. my Pac-Man versus video <laughs> or whatever, you know, it'll be, it'll be a fun time. I'm looking forward to the rest of the year. Awesome. Hopefully, hopefully it'll be a, it'll be, it'll be a interesting time. 
well, hopefully as, as things get back to normal, everyone can meet up again at a convention someday. So we'll, we'll get some GameCube games, some Game Boy Advance stuff know. and do all that. Yeah. So, you never know. Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. Here's hoping. So, thanks, Scott, for joining. Everybody, make sure you check out Scott. His links down. His link to his channel is down in the description on YouTube for any of the clips. And then, if you're listening on audio, I'll see what I can do about putting one down there as well. So, thanks, guys, and we'll uh, we'll see you next time.